Hey guys, what's up? Uh, I'm Anish. I'm Shruti. I'm Rachita. And we are one by three. Today we are going to discuss David Fincher's film Zodiac. And other shit that happened this week. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, what's up with y'all? What's been going on with y'all? Uh, I gave like two very terrible tests. Then I worked one entire week, but then it was my birthday on Wednesday, so that was so like I I didn't do anything. I treated myself with a day off. So I mean that was the best day of the week. Of course it was. What did you do on your birthday? Uh, so I didn't really do anything, and that was the good part about it. <laughs> I, yeah, I had That's... the breakfast that I like. Uh, and i had cake for lunch like i had half a cake for lunch chocolate cake then um, for dinner i had pav bhaji did you check your weight after that wow misogynistic <laughs> remark one <laughs> i think we should put anyway. a counter yeah we should which keeps on incrementing every time i need to say something problematic that's good a lot because I, this is how i am change the counter hey i got an internship Oh yeah, yeah, forgot about that. You have to tell us about Congrats, it. Congrats, Raj. Thank you, thank you. So tell us. So um, the work is good. Yeah, the people are just, good. It's what not. What is the work? It's AI ML related. I don't know if I can disclose info. You know. Exactly. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Agreement. Okay. Do you have to work on the project by yourself, or is like is is it like a group thing? I I got no idea. Because I'm like working from home, I don't even know if there is a group. There's like one person I communicate with. That's about it. Mm-hmm. But is it yeah. like, uh, are you interested in this stuff? Is it something you would like to do ahead in life? Yeah, I want to continue it. I hope they be well. So now that we have caught up, should we talk about the movie? Like we planned, we uh, started at the same time, and the film we watched is uh, David Fincher's Zodiac. Yes. So first impressions. Um, first impression. See, see, I'd like to talk. I'd like to say something. I yes. have before seeing before watching Zodiac. I had already, I'd already seen. Uh, I think seven. Yeah, seven. Uh, Social Network and Gone Girl. Hmm. And Fight Club. Fight Club. So I already had like I already had an idea of how David Fincher makes his movies. Hmm. But the thing, the thing that caught me about this movie was that, I mean, uh, to be honest, I don't know whether I'm right or wrong in my perception, but uh, he was a bit more artistic about this movie. Interesting. Okay, Raj, what did you think? So we've all heard about the Zodiac killer and the, uh, sort of familiar with his killings. And mm-hmm. I have watched like I listen to a lot of crime podcasts. So when I was watching the movie, it was pretty accurate to like the original happenings. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mostly movies like these dramatize it a little bit, but mm-hmm. it was nice to see them like sticking to facts throughout. Yeah. Um, yeah. One more thing about David Fincher is that he actually uh, likes to give a lot of information. Yeah. So I listened to this podcast, uh, which which was about this girl who uh, came out and told uh, people that she was always suspicious about her father, and she was um, she was convinced that her father had um, like done some crimes because they were always on the move, etc., etc. And uh, when she had moved away from her family, 
and um, she was old and her father was virtually in bed she came up, uh, she contacted them that i just have this feeling that um, i like my father might be uh, this person so it's like sort of linked to this uh, he so you know how in this film there was um, the mention that there might have been two of them right yeah so one of them she supposes was her dad and he did i wait, mean he wait, was wait. a serial two killer two of whom two of two of what two, like two serial two killers things. yeah like under the same name oh right right because he takes credit for the killing yeah right yeah yeah oh, so okay. because her father also agreed to uh, to the fact that he was uh, involved in certain killings but he was also like a huge psychologically um, he tried to uh, you know control and manipulate the police and he did not uh, come like like outright with such like things that he'd done that was the podcast so uh, when anish suggested yeah I so when anish suggested that we watch uh, zodiac i was like like i was already in that this thing the zone i i'm also washing dishes nowadays so i have to listen to something <laughs> <laughs> i have to listen to something and i it ends up being true crime podcast uh, and like anish i also have like um, i've watched david fincher films i've watched mostly all of his films and i wasn't really impressed other than the fight club and i you was excited you were impressed with seven um, what's in the box Yeah, yeah but then no not see i get it he's a good director but like those are not films that i personally like like so for example social network i i did not like that movie at all dude literally oh. martin scorsese is like it is one of the best movies of the decade or something i, I don't know who said it we'll have to disagree Someone with him so in david fincher's movies there is a pattern where there is a build up of tension Mm-hmm. and like those are the most impactful scenes mm-hmm. uh, not just towards the end it could also be the middle or something but like mm-hmm. i've seen this like since we are comparing it to seven and um, the social network like seven has the what's in the box scene mm-hmm. where you're just waiting for that moment mm-hmm. there's a similar one in the social network where um what's his name eduardo what's his name Uh, no 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 the, uh, yeah, uh, yeah i know i know the spider man spider man and you got me and you and you got yeah he's, uh, his name is eduardo in the film yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i wanted his real name yeah and uh, he gets called to the office yeah 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 and uh, they have changed his name from the master and all of that so that mm-hmm. the entire scene uh, till the point where the whole uh, my pradas are at the dry cleaners mm-hmm. uh, that section and zodiac also had that moment where um, jake jill and all the basement scene okay, the, the, basement, the scene. basement scene yeah. yeah yeah also lots of spoilers in this podcast just to <laughs> we should i, I think should probably yeah, yeah, tell yeah. this earlier see, see i'll be i'll be going into an in-depth analysis of what i thought of the movie and there are going to be a lot of uh, spoilers Mm-hmm. But before that, I think we should first introduce the cast and the crew. I don't know all the cast and crew members, but yeah, that's sure. okay because I'm on the Wikipedia page. Oh, okay. Oh, right, 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 okay. Yeah, you can go on. Yeah. So Raj, go ahead. 
So, uh, as you said, this film is directed by David Fincher, and it's got a really impressive star cast, which is, I think, uh, Avengers in the making because you've seen so many of them here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah like dude. Two, uh, two, two Avengers and one villain. We got Mysterio. We got Iron Man, yeah. Hulk. Anybody? It's like else? my favorite MCU movie. Yeah. <laughs> Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> favorite MCU movie that's not even there in the MCU. Yes, sir. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. We are the only ones who can laugh at this. <laughs> okay, also, I'm like I'm physically shaking, but I don't think my voice has uh, an audible voice range, sound range. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Squeals. Anyway, the star cast is Jake Gyllenhaal. Who Mark is the Ruffalo. reason? Uh, who is also like one of the reasons we agreed on Me watching is. this? Yes, I don't know about Anish, but we did. We did. Anish will be like, no, no, it's because of David Fincher, this and that. <laughs> hey, it's not like that, okay. But I, if the I, next movie honest, is like, Scarlett Johansson like... movie, it's not going to say it's because of David Fincher. No, it's not like I watch a Scarlett Johansson movie. Are you kidding? I take this stuff seriously, okay? Shut dude, up. dude, whoa. Tarantino <laughs> movie dekha mein aaj. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is bad representation. Please don't take away anything from this podcast. Yes, there are so, no take away questions. Yeah, this is going to be cut, by the way. No, no I'm not. keeping it. Oh my god! <laughs> See, I'm in control of this. <laughs> I'm going to keep it in. My god! And it's so long that, that you guys have to hear that. <laughs> See, at least we don't have to hear it all over again. That is a pain. Rachita has accepted. What have I signed up for? <laughs> See, I'm not getting to the entire list because we are okay, stuck on Jake There's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, who is uh, Robert Graysmith, who is an actual person who has um, written the book Zodiac. There's Mark Ruffalo, who is uh, David Dave Toshi, who is uh, a cop who is assigned uh, the case. There's Robert Downey Jr., who is uh, Paul Avery. Then we have a few other people, but I don't think we need to mention them. Uh, no, <laughs> I think you probably should. Uh, I mean, I mean uh, letterbox. Letterbox yeah, don't. No, I could have. I could have said this without even referring Wikipedia. Oh, wow, you're so Wikipedia. smart. Why? Why did you have to? Very. Why did you have to like spend so much time? Uh, okay, so just to quickly what? mention the rest. <laughs> there's Anthony Edwards, Brian Cox, and there's uh, John Carroll Lynch. Who I don't think is related to the other Lynch guy. So, after our first impressions, let's move on and talk about one thing that really stood out for you in the film, Anish. Okay, so one thing that uh, stood out for me was the fact that he chose to make the whole thing yellow. Initially, that is. If you all if you all remember the scene where uh, Jake Gyllenhaal enters the uh, his office. and he sits uh, he sits at his desk mm-hmm. the first thing that you see is like 
obviously you see him sitting at his desk but you also you also see four clocks in the background hmm. in your direct view there are like yellow walls and there are four clocks immediately after that when this guy i mean the the guy who is delivering the the letters and the posts he goes into the place where they segregate everything so the first thing that they show over there also is like a clock that's on the wall mm-hmm. so he's constantly like referring to time throughout the th- throughout the movie and also the the fact that the way he played with uh, yellow and blue throughout the movie yeah yeah the color yellow in my opinion uh wanted to represent like it was used to represent the feeling of the people involved with the case So yeah. basically, I think yellow represents freshness and brightness and excitement. That is the uh, mood of the characters at the moment. From the beginning of the movie, uh, Fincher has been focusing on the time lapse, mm. and through through the colors, he's trying to show the involvement that the initial involvement of the characters in the case. But as time uh, progresses and they are not able to catch the villain, the they are not able to catch the murderer. what happens is time fades away like as time passes the case fades off yeah from their memory from their uh, uh priority priorities exactly so he then changes the color from yellow to blue okay. yeah the color in the background everything so that kind of shows a transition you know between the minds of the people who are involved with the case So Anish has basically done a lot of in-depth analysis. No, no this is like what I thought when I saw the movie. Put this, this on I, your FBI application. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't put all this in your FBI application. There's no application that you send. Anyway. Oh wow. So <laughs> yeah. So th- this is one thing that stuck with me. Actually, there was one more thing, but I will refer to, like I'll talk about that later. Okay, Rajita. One good thing that you remember, like really stood out. Like I said before, like it was the basement scene, like that shifted. Also, the actor, um, I don't know his name. The guy who was whose house he visited. You know, you know one thing about that scene, Raj, is that it is considered as one of the best cinematographic scenes, like you know, ever, probably ever. I don't know. but it's one of the best cinematographic scenes made because uh-huh. the portrayal of uh, jake general general uh, the the portrayal of jake's character i'm just going to say jake so his character was initially when he enters the house he was completely filled with curiosity but as the scene progresses the way they have shot the movie the, the way they have shot the scene is in a way that they show Jake in a very uh, uh, small place, very claustrophobic and very scared. Yeah, so the whole mood shifts to a yeah, little more exactly. tense atmosphere. So, Dude, yeah. also so the, the uh, Jake's acting, like when he's like, um, "There's someone else here." Oh my God, holy shit! Honestly, that was like such a what is that musical term? Crescendo, right? Like it was like uh-huh. the peak of the entire. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the build up, especially, especially the great. his his acting in the uh, phase after the four years, like the after four years pass, the entire blackout scene, and then uh, his acting, like you know, he goes into obsession about the zodiac. Mm-hmm. So 
yeah his op- the way he's portrayed that obsession is very good at the same time it's not very comical because usually when someone gets obsessed we see that it's a little um, exaggerated but oh, yeah, yeah yeah it was like there was a natural flow to it yeah exactly. so you see it coming and it seems realistic as well you don't they don't go overboard with it there was there was one more scene in which uh, he he is talking to this prison inmate that woman who says ki uh, who says that uh, it was it's it's lee ha his name was yeah, lee yeah 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 dude yeah. Oh, so when he's talking to her that that scene was in, that, like that amazing. scene was so really good yeah yeah when 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 he's talking to that woman okay he's constantly telling her no it was uh, what's his ray you you must have heard it wrong yeah. the name was ray the name was ray constantly he is like yeah. pressing on that yeah. That, so because that he is had a point a of obsession. Yeah. That is that is a point of obsession where you are like, if anybody disagrees with you, you immediately think that they are wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is also sure. That as- aspect also comes out. Yeah, and yeah. there is like a parallel to this where uh, Mark Ruffalo's character was so fixed on Lee hmm. that he couldn't see the rest. So exactly, yeah. they were both obsessed, but at different points during the yeah. case. Yeah. That 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 one more that was the same that was thing they were going be, through. That was actually going to be the second uh, thing that I was going to talk about was the obsession of the three characters. You know three what? The four characters. What? You know what I really uh, liked about this thing was uh, that David Fincher also leaves uh, leaves the thing to us. Like you know, uh, he also lets yeah. us believe whatever we want. Uh, and uh, the scene that really uh, makes you. like gives you that freedom is when uh, you know he uh, visits the hardware store and then he meets lee over there and he looks into his eye for for example yeah. like if uh, it was just a back profile of lee that was taken and you know it was suggested us that uh, suggested to us that oh he did see something in his eyes but that's like we just see his face and like we are to make of it what we will and we do not see any like i mean obviously a murderous glint or whatever yeah. like we are supposed to i really appreciated that but actually you know, you know there was ah uh-huh, yeah, yeah go on no go on what okay so actually there was i, I was seeing this video this uh, thing about i mean it was like a review of the movie <laughs> so i was uh, it, it was on youtube so this guy says that it was see after the after the uh after jake jenel hall starts getting the obsession hmm. like he was actually initially already very obsessed with the zodiac because yeah. you see him like constantly uh to- like talking about like how to solve the whole zodiac uh, what do you call that this the cipher he wanted to solve the whole cipher and like constantly just uh, follow the zodiac catch him but in the end what he says is uh, like he he is the only one who can find who the zodiac is because no one else will that kind of actually it does show an obsession and also the fact that this guy being a serial killer is also an is also an obsessed driven guy about killing people he just yeah, wants yeah. to constantly just kill people and that is his obsession so at the end it is two people who are completely obsessed looking at each other and acknowledging each other's obsession That yeah, that, that's the, a very that good observation. The, yeah. Yeah. No, no, it is not my observation. This is no, what no, I it, saw. Yeah, YouTube dude, good yeah, observation. Insane, you know, also one thing uh, that I want to say is, I this movie is over uh, 
2 hours 30 minutes it's 2 hours 42 minutes and that yeah, is yeah, a long run time but yeah. it's incredible like i there was never a dull moment like i mean there like whenever there are build up movies that something goes wrong somewhere uh, where like the film loses you but it didn't happen with this i i yeah. mean it's not like a I very mean. esoteric uh, like you know film um, like kino film or whatever but it knows what it's doing the film knows where it's going and it does that perfectly well i think this is one of my favorite uh, thrillers no cap okay now one bad thing what did you not like about it that you go thing. first no wait uh, i wanted to talk about this other scene where um, the zodiac killer the supposed zodiac killer calls on this uh, daily show or, or a reality show or whatever that is yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and in the movie he sounds a little more um, how do i put it sinister like the yeah. i no, got a vulnerable no headache and i don't oh, okay. know he sounds a little unstable is what i'm saying. unstable unstable yeah but uh, if you actually listen to the real tape which there is a real tape there is a real tape you listen to the actual recording of that show uh, mm-hmm. he he sounds very uh, calm like he's saying the, it almost sounds like he's saying these things because he has he wants to and he has like planned to as opposed to what they show in the movie like that was one difference that i uh, observed in the movie he was he was doing this almost impulsively maybe but then the uh, voice didn't match lee or uh, anyone right i think they made it like that but then they i mean even guess he who who is a murderer but then when they did voice analysis uh, it it turned out to be a different person right or i don't know i don't remember no 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 it was the handwriting analysis that turned out to be a different person okay okay I will no, listen to this. Thing. Listen to the original one. It's, I will. I will. It's a little more. I um, I haven't heard it. I need to. Let's put it in the description. Yeah, we'll, I'll put it in yes. the description. Okay, it's now it's really fascinating to see uh, the how the things unfolded in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Because here, often when we watch a movie, we think it's a story. We watch it for the story. Yeah, yeah. But uh, real people were involved. And that's insane yeah, this is, i know so that movie recently came out ted bundy yeah so this movie right this uh, ted bundy movie that came out right recently uh, so i just watched the trailer and i was like okay i'll just look up a few things about it and uh, yeah so i came across th- these youtube videos of the actual trial and it is scary like for example this guy testified uh, and he represented himself like he was his own lawyer at some point and um, this guy is wild he proposed to a girl like a witness or something uh, and he therefore got married to her uh, then he also like he said he he was really charismatic he says something and the entire court starts clapping insane like i don't i is it just whole, america being america or what is this the whole uh, i know but even during like uh, this mo- when this movie came out there were a lot of comments on uh, the original ted bundy and how good looking he was and how charismatic he was now like doesn't matter doesn't matter exactly <laughs> that shouldn't like affect your judgment on the things yeah. that he's done and plus they had like a jury on the case right so i mean just because he is good looking you're not going to like let him get away with it and also it's it's insane like i was reading up on the case and it's like he ran away from the prison multiple times this guy 
The Ted Bundy whole series is really weird and twisted. I think we should uh, do uh, a separate podcast on just Ted Bundy. <laughs> we are going to real like turn into a crime podcast. Crime podcast. Crime. <laughs> I haven't watched Ted Bundy. Fascinating, dude. This is fascinating. See, also the, listen. Even I the, haven't watched uh, the Netflix thing, but I have. Even I haven't. I've read a lot about it. Case. Yeah. Yeah. This is a real crime affecting real people. Yeah. Amen. But dude, by the way, uh, this is why we don't have serial killers here in India. Like, kidder kill karoge. There's no place. Who said we don't have serial killers in India? I mean, it's uh, serial killers are like an American phenomena, like at the core of it. Like, there's barely. I mean, I, you don't hear oh, about it, Indian serial killers. But uh, there are a few. Like, there are a few. The what was that uh, Nawazuddin Siddiqui movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raman Raga two point oh. The reason oh, it's called two point oh is because Raman Raga was an actual serial killer. Yeah. And also, and also that movie is insane. Okay, that I'm is that is the movie. best. That's the best performance by Vicky Kaushal ever. I haven't watched it. I will watch this film. Also, it has Shobita Dulipala, who I really yeah. love. Okay, yeah, we we have to talk about one scene that uh, one scene or one aspect of the film that you did not like. That's you. You should she go. She said she muted. She no. She said that just like as a fact that didn't like match. Yeah, and okay, that's, that's okay. Everything is not what? supposed to be yeah, a complete yeah. copy. Yeah. So what did you not mm. like? I need time to think about this, so come back to me. Okay, Anish, you go. I have to do you now. The thing is, I it. think we loved it so much that it's a little difficult. See, I, I really, I really dug it. I really hmm. dug the movie because, see, I, I like went all out and and like analyzed what, like what things mean. To be mm-hmm. honest, I was actually, I actually went on to uh, like research, like I just looked up David Fincher on Wikipedia. and uh, apparently he does not uh, like you know he does not make his movies very analytical because he does not want it to be too complicated hmm so i might be overthinking over here quite a lot no but then like he does not maybe want to like over complicate things but that does not mean because like films need to have that right plus um, still, it's not always the director's intent it also uh, matters what you think about it what it makes you feel so one thing that i did not like was that like even though anish is like the passage of time was shown with colors or whatever see it's it's a long tedious uh, case like it stretched over so many years i thought that there should have been some sense of that time like you know something more um, concrete that gave us the sense that oh so much time has passed that did not did really translate that well Didn't you watch? Didn't you see the here actually? Didn't you hear the scene where the whole screen just goes black? And... No, but see, it's I don't think it's good enough for me. And even What? like I mean, I get the dates uh, were mentioned at every step, etc. But then the passage of that time, you know, the uh, the toll that it takes on people. That I, I know that you know in Mark Ruffalo's uh, character's case, it's shown and but. I think there should have been more uh, of that sense of the passage of time for me personally. That is just one thing that I found a little. After after that whole thing happened, the the shot directly goes into Jake Jillian uh, Hall's house. Yeah. He's watching TV and he's sitting with the um, 
this thing what he called with um, melanie that's her name about no he is sitting with the articles about the zodiac oh yeah yeah and, oh yeah, yeah okay and the girl in he was the... yeah and the yeah. girl he was seeing back in the day is now he was dating yeah. back in the day is now his wife and he has got a baby with her i know i know i, I don't know more than sufficient or did you it did you think it is sufficient it is that... sufficient but uh, yeah. see now um, for example there was this bbc okay, drama I, I, that i, I, I kind of, watched I, i kind of i kind of get it what you're saying like uh, what if instead of the whole blackout scene they would have actually had uh, like they would have shown uh, jake jenel hall like growing a beard or something not exactly wait um, i watched this bbc uh, drama a little while back and i really appreciated how that passage of time and the toll it took on uh, people has been uh, shown uh, it's it's something called the night it's about this pakistani guy who is wrongly uh, accused and convicted of uh, a murder mm-hmm. what is it called um uh, the night off i think Okay I don't know. I never remember these things. I think it is called night off. The night off. Okay anyway. So what was the scene in it that? It is the night off. No I, I don't know it's just that build up that is really for example this guy is like um it the series opens with this guy being a very good college student like really writing like writing his notes and everything. The series ends with him doing crack. and that he has a tattoo like multiple tattoos and everything it just i don't know there should have been something more to that part for me okay fair enough to be honest i felt like i thought of it as decent because he was constantly showing how long it takes taking these people to solve the case almost every new scene was like uh, one week later four weeks later one and a half months later but it does not make us understand the gravity of that passage like what it means for a case that you know like the case growing colder that there should have been something but okay fine that's just me and let's not try to justify him or whatever but okay but also they've shown scenes where uh, the case is like really taxing because they have to keep visiting the places again and again and this is not uh, right after the the victims were found at the crime scene it's like months later Yeah, the street where the Cherry, guy was, um, street, the cab driver thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had to go back, talk to those people again. It's just really sad thinking about this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, that's my point. Uh, like when I try to think about how it would have translated into real life, right? It makes me think like this. This is a case that actually was a major chunk of. people's life and there should have been something that uh, you know made me feel that uncomfortableness the that thing of that gravity i don't know i don't know what other word i could use uh, to describe this the gravity of how long uh, it's been and how it affects every single character something more on that terms okay so another question that i have is who do you think did it who done it who was it who do i think I think is that that Lee guy only. Hmm. He was already the prime suspect, and that woman from the prison, she also took his name. And the guy also pointed he out. Matched, yeah, he matched every every description of the killer: the number ten boot, number seven gloves. 
and plus his mm-hmm. uh, trailer thing that trailer who has dared uh, squirrels in their freezer is not a serious killer oh, that is very freaky okay yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but also like that scene where uh, this uh, husband and wife who get uh, stabbed the husband i think they were husband oh, yeah, and wife i'm yeah. not sure yeah, who yeah, gets yeah, stabbed yeah. in the back the, and uh, the yeah. woman the gets lawyer. stabbed in the uh, yeah back down the yeah. guy was so annoyingly like nonchalant about the whole thing the woman was like yeah. there is someone <laughs> like only if there yeah, would have been a little just, more okay, care he must have there was time to escape this. exactly was a little frustrating to see that yeah i don't know also yeah coming to your question who did it i think there were multiple people styling yes, themselves yeah. as zodiac yeah to imagine it was a cult so can you can you think about it that is kind of oh yeah that's an interesting possible. thought yeah. but i think they were all individual according to me and zodiac was like a nice alias to get away with doing things you wanted to maybe just associating it with this persona of this killer yeah another thing rachita you said right now how uh, you were like slightly frustrated with how nonchalant he was you know what really annoys me about this thing is how they let him go like the two cops who thought it was a african american guy oh yeah and they just like oh yeah that was that was <laughs> oh, so no. that was like what the f- right like but it reminds me a lot of uh, real life uh, indian cases as well yeah 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 the cases in india where uh, not even follow protocol or common sense for that matter so we've all seen it but it's really frustrating when it happens again and yeah to think that these people would just i mean he literally slipped out of their fingers is what yeah. it is yeah yeah i thought i actually thought that uh, mark ruffalo or whoever was inter- was talking to the police officers would like slap them or like you know i was rooting for it <laughs> <laughs> no the but professional anish you don't slap your <laughs> colleague just like that plus not indians indian cops yeah, i mean that would be an like, indian movie no there, no, but, there would definitely be a slap and uh, an echo to it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> no but police brutality is a global thing we just don't see it yeah i think it it was at least two people because there were too many contradictory evidences like people were clear, uh, cleared or based on the handwriting thing etc etc which really one person i think like there must be two or more people involved to get away with those things also and it makes me wonder how reliable is the handwriting analysis it's not can completely you really and to clear people based on that yeah that's one another But thing i watched uh, buzzfeed it? unsolved right after like you suggested and she was, wasn't in it she wasn't in it i was so disappointed i thought there was shane in it i know no. i was really disappointed so um the the guy uh, who accused his father and um, he's not mentioned at all right in the film with no. the guy who accuses father yeah so this uh, suspects that we've not seen in the film oh okay okay this is like from the okay from the actual case from the actual case yeah there's this guy who is convinced that it was his father but what if what if it was the guy himself and he's a, he was just putting the blame on his father to get away what what I'm for saying, like what if personal was, vendetta or something no just to the my dad know, did just, it because he is yeah because he is anyway a psychopath so 
he doesn't care if i will find the name of the podcast also where this girl thinks uh, her father knows her father did this yeah okay one one final thing okay i think uh, the uh, thing that kept us hooked on to it is because we were also uh, kept in the dark about who actually the criminal is hmm. so we were on the same page as jake jilenol or mark ruffalo yeah, or yeah. robert downey jr for that matter as opposed to you know other movies honest, like can i say something to, to yeah. be honest now about these three characters there was a good like you know a good relationship that david fincher actually showed like not a relationship between the characters but the types of obsession that people have in general uh, robert downey jr initially was keen on the case but afterwards he like you know really faded from it like you know he completely just gave it up because there was he couldn't do anything about it right he felt hopeless and he just gave up on exactly, it in a way exactly 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 so he just gave up on the whole investigation hmm. showing yeah. that you know that his obsession wasn't that strong no that's not so true he was this he obsession was, also did no this obsession uh, obsession actually made him a drunkard but that's yeah not his yeah. obsession it shifted him a drunkard yeah 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 but from the case to alcohol yeah it went to exactly. uh, it went from and obsession to frustration mm. exactly yeah so he he like really got it really got to him so much that this guy was depressed to an extent yeah that's why he, he resorted sort of, to yeah he he resorted to like you know drink himself to death the second type of obsession was mark ruffalo mark ruffalo he strictly kept it professional hmm yeah and he like you know but at the end when he was not able to uh, get the whole thing and plus people had accused him also that he was the actual zodiac yeah god so they like even paul avery yeah paul avery is uh, this one na robert downey jr even he was accused right yeah yeah he was yeah but they like baad mein they they accused this guy also na and it like he was almost like you know kicked out of the job and all yeah so uh like he did give up the case but he did not uh like kill his it did not kill his curiosity because yeah. of which because of which when uh Jake Gyllenhaal Gyllenhaal enters the enters his office he again like you know he kind of tries to help him out you can actually you can actually see this through the usage of color that uh, this one has used um uh, David Fincher has used so hmm. when Jake Gyllenhaal enters uh, this one's house uh, Robert Downey Jr's house the whole house ka the whole setting of the house is complete like it's blue Oh, it's yellow. yellow. Cool. No, no, no. no, no it's it's quite Gyllenhaal with the case like providing information and everything and the end the final obsession type was uh, jake's obsession with finding zodiac and if you see he he himself like uh, to like show that the obsession was alive within him at many uh, points in the movie they show him wearing a yellow shirt or you know using a, a yellow and a blue cap yeah and like we discussed before uh, when you said 
and you said that when they uh, when he goes to the basement right that is completely yeah. yellow like so that exactly. really drives whole, in how whole, uh, yeah, urgent that how thing is how stressed he was yeah he, that whole the whole no he's very close to the... finding the answer that exactly. that urgency exactly yeah yeah so that that like you know shows his obsession with the case and it's like you know even though everybody around him have given up it's all blue around him he is still in the yellow yeah it was it was quite cool to be honest also like the zoom in on the guy's face when he was near the door and uh, the change in like emotion dude honestly like my, i could feel my heart beating like loud like yeah, a yeah. little faster when you know when uh, not when he says not many basements have sorry yeah yeah, yeah. also yeah that that yeah. that one dialogue that one dialogue shows how david fincher like you know likes to put information portray information to the yeah every single scene yours. is jam packed with information like yeah he yeah. now he like this this uh, this dialogue also was like you know Uh, that not many basements not not many people own basements in california that that was an information that uh, he was just gave, like slightly given yeah, to you just this slidden into it just and then, yeah. like you know it like everyone is like oh okay why does this guy have a basement and then afterwards even even the part even the part where they show him uh, going down the steps he's like yeah yeah when he knows steps, that right? oh something is creepy yeah, yeah. and they, they, he still they follows show, they so show, his whole body language is like you know what's going to happen now like, completely so claustrophobic it's so claustrophobic yeah, like yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. the guy who's taking him was all calm like you, you know he he's he's walking like oh, come on this is my house Yeah, it was the way he yeah. says that I do the posters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I yeah. do the posters. <laughs> so good, and that too. Also, also the cinematography, the the way they have shown the direction, the the cameras now. So basically, if you all have uh, seen this guy after after Jake Gyllenhaal sits down on the chair, uh, and this guy is still standing. So the camera it moves upwards towards the guy who's talking, and then mm-hmm. downwards towards Jake. so it sort of shows that he is in power oh yeah in control of the situation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so he is like he's talking down to this guy hmm. like subconsciously you're already like okay he's in control hmm it's a great great film yeah. one of my favorite thrillers of all time done i have another interesting fact about the movie to share but it's yeah. so good that it has to be the last thing that is said about this film yeah okay uh, closing plus, remarks if any if any yeah maybe you can just talk about how much you would rate it out of 5 out of 5 i would rate it at least 4 and a half yeah i think yeah same so, yeah same 4 and a half hmm. just solid movie really nice movie yeah okay so jake gillenol's hands are like extremely pretty So Dave, David Fincher had to add hair in post production on his hands <laughs> so that they don't look so pretty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, But also the guy who is doing the post production be like sir what? Have to add like, hair <laughs> on the back of his hands. <laughs> Then he must have like told all his friends about it. <laughs> you know what happened at work today? <laughs> Steven Fincher, I tell you, <laughs> mad lad, absolute mad lad. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that has been the podcast. Or and yes. are we are we only doing movie reviews? We are doing only movie reviews, right? <laughs> no. At the moment, no, yes. I just I just want to <laughs> make it clear that this is not a movie review channel. Review channel. It is more than that. So thank Moving. you.
for watching this. Thanks a lot for watching and please subscribe. Listening. Yeah, listening. Sorry, ma'am. Listening <laughs> or watching. And if we've yeah. not bored you enough, maybe watch the next episode and be bored a little more till we drive you absolutely insane. Bye. Bye. Bye.